Well, the debates surrounding China's interference in Canada's 2019 and 2021 elections continues. The Prime Minister, of course, as you know, announced a special rapporteur earlier this week uh, who is being asked to investigate and can call for a public inquiry. Now, the drumbeat for an inquiry will grow louder after the latest revelations that were publicized a few hours ago. Global News online journalist Sam Cooper reported today that an election interference network in 2019 directed by China's Toronto consulate allegedly involved a sitting member of the Ontario legislature. The report also says that the Chinese consulate dispersed $250,000 through a variety of middlemen uh, during that election campaign. Joining me now is Sam Cooper, National Online Investigative Journalist for Global News. Sam, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Jess. Uh, in the past, and by that past, I mean the last few weeks in regards to this conversation uh, with China's interference um, uh, in Canada's uh, elections, we've generally been talking about uh, national politics. Your findings today in the article that you published, it once again shows that there's a lot of provincial interconnection as well. That's right. Uh, the revelation in today's story is that uh, sources with awareness of uh, uh, a, a sensitive probe in Toronto started in 2019 say that uh, the Conservative Member of Parliament, Vincent Ke, in Doug Ford's uh, government, is alleged to be part of this Chinese interference network that uh, allegedly favoured at least 11 federal candidates in the 2019 election. The allegations that we've learned from uh, high-level documents and sources with awareness say that Mr. Ke uh, was part of a large clandestine transfer that was directed from the Toronto Chinese consulate into this network. Uh, the allegations are that another intermediary, a community leader, was involved in dispersing about 250000 from the consulate that uh, and, um, uh, about 50000 allegedly ended up with Mr. Ku as part of this uh, interference scheme. And, and so those dollars were used uh, for campaign funds? That is a, a level of... Uh, granularity we don't yet have from the sourcing uh, we don't uh, we don't know what happened to the funds if indeed Mr. Ku did receive them but we do know that a document that was uh, forwarded or provided for Prime Minister Trudeau's senior aides and ministers in January 2022 says that the aide of a 2019 federal candidate was involved in this transaction along with a provincially elected official. And uh, we can say that uh, sources point to Vincent Ku. He strongly denies the allegations, uh, as do uh, other people that we pointed to. What's of interest, Jazz, is this uh, Mr. Ku is the provincial member in Don Valley North, a Toronto riding. And we have already reported, as you know, that Han Don, the sitting Liberal M member of Parliament in Ottawa, is allegedly also part of this network. So what the sources say is that Don Valley North has been subject of uh, Chinese interference operations. And can we say at this point where funds uh, allegedly went in this campaign to which uh, campaign or member in 2019? We don't have that detail, but we do have documents that say, indeed, according to CSIS, Beijing funds candidates through its so-called United Front Work Department using community leaders and uh, political staff members and proxies. Um, I know uh, the Prime Minister's talked about um, 
uh, a special repertoire, uh, one would assume the drum beat for a full um, uh, inquiry. Uh, this is heading in that direction. From just judging by your reporting here and everything else we've talked about, the special repertoire may be the start. But uh, I, from my sense, sense I'm getting from the public, more and more there is a clamor for a full public inquiry. I, I do agree with you. <laughs> I've been watching as closely as you have, you know, the reaction on, online, what columnists uh, nationally are saying, what political pundits are saying. And I do see, you know, with every uh, news story that, that we have come out with, uh, especially in the last week, people that had said we don't really need an inquiry are now joining the inquiry camp. And we do see, of course, that the big political factor here is the Conservatives, and the NDP both say an inquiry is needed. But uh, will the NDP split that supply and confidence deal with the Liberals, who uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here, Jazz, and say I do not think the Liberals will will bend very easily and agree to a a public inquiry. Uh, This is all in the rearview mirror. The 2019 election uh, with allegations of China's interference, 2021. Here we are in 2023 having this conversation. What is it, do you think, uh, that gets us to this point that we, we couldn't have had this conversation in real time or at least perhaps closer to 2019 or 2021, that we actually have to have this conversation in 2023? It is so far in the rearview mirror now. I guess it's, it is a commentary overall in regards to our establishment, political uh, establishment, that you know we did not take this seriously enough or it certainly wasn't public enough to have a broader Canadian discourse on this issue. It seems like everything is in, in the rearview mirror and in the distance. I think you've really hit on the core of it, Jazz. This is why, uh, you know, I don't think anyone in, in, in Canadian intelligence or police would want sensitive documents coming out to journalists. But I can tell you that people that uh, believe uh, Canada's elections are, are facing increasingly dire threat of interference with each passing one. In fact, Jazz, I've reported in February 2020, four months after this alleged interference, another one of these high-level documents went to the Prime Minister's office saying, this interference that happened in 2019 is predicted to become more pervasive and worse in future elections. You ask, why are we having this conversation now? Another data point, in 2019, this national security panel of parliamentarians did uh, basically a secret report for the prime minister saying basically saying what you're saying canada faces a deep threat they uh, canada needs to make changes uh, modern laws against interference a foreign agent registry such as australia has the prime minister had those recommendations on his plate so that's a big part of the story why did he not act and jazz you know part of my reporting has been after year after year of warning uh, no, the, the Liberal government essentially has made no changes, has not listened to the national security experts. So it raises the question, are some people that are very powerful fundraisers in the party that are able to pick and choose candidates, uh, pick and choose personnel for the party, have, have they too much influence and are they the ones connected to this Chinese interference? Look, that's what my reporting points to, at least in the case of uh, one person I've already named, former uh, Ontario Liberal Minister Michael Chen, who again also strongly and vehemently denies the allegations. Mm-hmm. Sam, a uh, lot, to, lot to discuss, and certainly this story uh, many, many weeks ahead of coverage uh, for sure. We really appreciate you making time for our show today. Thank you so much. Thanks, Jess.